This podcast is a project of the Massachusetts Cultural Council, a state agency committed to building creative communities and inspiring creative minds. What is going to help um, advance awareness and understanding of the Asian American community? We're doing this both for audience, audience members, general audience members who don't know anything about the Asian American community, but may be interested in or maybe are just looking for a good film to watch. They'll still be able to find that at the film festival. Hello, I'm Anita Walker at the Massachusetts Cultural Council, and welcome to Creative Minds Out Loud. Our guest today is Susan Chinson. She is the establishing director of the Boston Asian American Film Festival, and welcome to the program. When you first walked in the door today, I said, now what does that mean, establishing? Is that like founding? Uh, what does that mean, establishing? Um, establishing, the Boston Asian American Film Festival is actually a program of the Asian American Resource Workshop, which was established in 79. Mm -hmm. um, and ever since the early 80s, they've been involved in presenting Asian American films um, on and off through you know week programming festivals, but it hasn't always been very consistent. And my effort through the festival has been to ensure that something happens on a consistent basis every year. And that's sort of been where I sort of decided establishing was the right word to use for that. So tell me what uh, qualifies a film to be um, a part of this festival? Sure, um, that's a good question because we actually get that asked by a lot of filmmakers as well. Um, we consider films um, that address Asian American community identity and issues. Um, related to the community. Um, so it doesn't necessarily need to be created by Asian Americans, like that's not the deciding factor, um, but really um, focus on central arcs and themes related to the community or ha present Asian Americans in um, light that is reflective of who the community is, sort of a, rea a realistic um, presentation. Give us some examples of ones that you love that have come through the festival. Um, sure, let's see, there's this one, um, Shanghai Calling, was uh, probably one of my favorite narratives, um, where um, it was an expat Chinese-American um, who went back to Shanghai to establish a, a law firm there. So you're talking about an Asian-American going back to China to work, and it was sort of the fact that his guide was a um, a white American woman and sh her Chinese was better than his and sh he was relying on her and it was a great sort of interactive love story it pointed out um, him being a, a romantic lead character for instance which you don't typically see in a lot of mainstream film and um, I really really enjoyed that it sort of co combined a lot of the um, fun aspects and then more recently we actually hosted um, a documentary filmmaker Kenneth Ang um, his film was My Life in China, which is a documentary about his father going back to China. And um, it really uh, portrayed him in a realistic light. It was not the typical immigration story, but it was something that I think many immigrants could relate to in the fact that um, you come to America looking for better opportunities, in particular for the next generation. And he really got his father to be able to express that. And it was actually done in Chinese, in, in Toysonese as well, and it sort of expressed a lot of things that you don't hear that generation talk about. Who are the filmmakers that submit to your festival? Are they local? Are they from all over the world? Um, they do come potentially from all over the world, but mostly um, the New York and Los Angeles area. Some of them are transplants from Boston. Um, we do try and have a preference for folks with connections to Boston, given the fact that we're the Boston Asian American Film Festival. Um, we realized that that was certainly a need that was missing. So how do you cultivate that, um, that Boston filmmaker? Um, 
We do a spring program called Short Waves, which we invite, and it's an open call for um, novice student filmmakers to submit a short film for free, and we do a public showcase of that um, in the spring and sort of trying to encourage people to uh, share their work with us. A lot of student organizations and programs across, you know, the Boston area to, to sort of uh, meet in one place during May, Heritage Month. Um, but we also reach out to other organizations um, like the Center for Asian American Media. They host the largest Asian American film festival in San Francisco. So we usually start our uh, scouting efforts out there in March every year and then kind of look and see what we can kind of like talk to filmmakers while we're out there and bring it back to Boston. So obviously this is a great opportunity for up-and-coming filmmakers and established filmmakers who want to really um, um, get some attention on this content. But what does it mean to the Asian American community here in Boston to have this film festival here? Oh man, that's, that's, a, that's something that I think I didn't quite really understand when it, we first started. I think I did um, this is sort of a bit selfishly in the beginning because it was something that I wanted and needed and felt like I wasn't having access to the types of films that I wanted to see. Um, but over the past few years I've realized with the people who have attended um, come up to me and just really thank me and thank the volunteers and the staff for the time that it takes to um, in a sense create this space um, that um, is fairly unique. You know, I think it, in today's time, you can go on YouTube, you can do on-demand, you can call up any movie you want if you're willing to pay the price or find it on for free in most cases too. Um, but really through the film festival it created a unique space that sort of allowed filmmakers and audience members to actually meet in an intimate space. Our, our screenings are you know, about 200 or less seats, so it's not like these huge, gigantic, uh, huge theatrical presentation, so um, it's, it's pretty neat that you get, actually have a more intimate conversation around topics. And are you finding um, all generations of Asian Americans in the area, from young to new immigrants to people who've been here a long time, having interesting conversations? Uh, we are. I think especially around that film, My Life in China, we saw a lot of that. And um, you know, Ken to this day still is participating and doing screenings um, across you know the country, but even coming back to Boston whenever he's called upon. So if there are folks out there that are interested in seeing it or having him come speak, he is he puts the time in and he's willing to share his work. He, it's been a life passion of his to um, get the, you know to get his work out, and he's he's, he's definitely up for the challenge. We have lots of film festivals in Massachusetts. I, we are just rich in film festivals. What does it take? to put on a film festival. I don't think anyone has any idea. They just think, how wonderful I get to go see these great uh, films and documentaries. But there's a lot of work behind it. There are, and um, I think especially for you know many of the festivals in town, we're all sort of run by volunteer uh, people with passions, and um, it, it is a lot of effort. And, and I think that's one of the things that we're not, you know, at least for the Boston Asian American Film Festival, we call ourselves BAF. Uh, we think of ourselves as a family and that you know you sort of participate in this because we're all look, working towards the same mission and we keep that in mind as we do the work. Um, we're, not, we're not doing it for sort of the um, artistic film critique type of audience but really the public and sort of what is going to help um, advance awareness and understanding of the Asian American community. I think it's both for we keep in mind in programming and um, directing that we're doing this both for audience 
audience members, general audience members who don't know anything about the Asian American community, but may be interested in or maybe are just looking for a good film to watch, they'll still be able to find that at the film festival. But I think we're also looking at trying to um, build community and specifically within the Asian American community as a place to come and feel connected and to sort of gain a sense of pride in a sense that um, your story, your heritage, um, your experiences are valued and they're up on the big screen. Why do you think that the film festival is really such a powerful tool for community building as you've described? What um, is it about film? Yeah, no, I mean that's actually one of the driving factors for why I have put so much time into making sure that it's been established now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I really realized when I was working on the board of the Asian American Resource Workshop. Their mission was is mostly around social justice work. Um, but I realized that the highest attended events that we were having at the time, this was pre-YouTube, um, were around film screenings. And that people were much more likely to come and experience, you know, a topic through film. Um, I felt like the threshold was, you know, much lower. Um, after ha watching a film, you know, 60 to 90 minutes, everyone was kind of coming away with a certain starting point to be able to have a conversation and being able to leverage that I thought was such an amazing leverage to be able to really have an impact in how people think about the community and things around them and, and interacting at that level. Um, so that's really, really been the heart of it. Film is such an accessible art form, you know, it's, it's somehow um, sort of mainstream, it's not ever considered elite, it's not feeling separate like a lot of other types of art forms that people have to sort of feel like, I don't know if I know enough to go to an opera, I don't know if I know enough to understand what's in an art museum, but films, it's the movies. No, I think you hit it on, hit it on the head there, and I think that's very much sort of typifies sort of the class that I feel like I sit in. I came from um, a low-income immigrant family in an affluent neighborhood, um, but I did feel like, you know, watching television was sort of really my window into the world, into understanding, and, and it was actually through a film I had seen on PBS WGBH here locally that um, made a big difference for me, and that sort of, I feel like, planted the seed where I saw, like, I want to see more stuff like that, and trying to sort of search for that as a continuation through my life. You know, um, those of us who watch the Oscars every year for the last several years, it's been a real disappointment in terms of the lack of diversity in either films that were nominated or actors that were nominated. Do you think film festivals like this will help move the needle at all in terms of the diversity that we see in sort of mainstream or feature films? Yes, I, I certainly think so, and there's certainly, I think, um, a movement towards that given recent conversations and trending hashtags that have been happening um, that there is. Um, you know, the fact that the film festival brings um, not just communities together but also filmmakers together to sort of know that they have a support network um, and audience base that supports them and the work that they are doing. Um, typically the filmmakers that we bring in um, are, are mindful of that. They're, they're working in a very challenging um, setting. Um, one, in, one film in particular that we've recently um, screened is called East of Hollywood and um, it was a production crew from around here but they really wanted to get together and focus on looking at what their experiences have been like working in Hollywood and what it's like going into auditions and the expectations that the people on the other side of the table and the casting 
folks are, are, have been looking for and what challenges come with that. Um, and so they've been really working to try and sort of um, change the dynamic and make much more visible um, issues around that. So you have now established that the film ha festival happens every year when? At the end of October. In relation to Halloween somehow, so yes. not always the same date, but right at, right before. It's usually either the last weekend or the second to last weekend, depending when ha Halloween is. We try to avoid <laughs> that date. Yeah. Well, Susan Chinson, thank you very, very much for joining us, Establishing Director of the Boston Asian American Film Festival, Another Creative Mind Out Loud. Anita, thank you so much for having me. To learn more about this episode and to subscribe, visit creativemindsoutloud.org.